Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Sexy Real Estate Recruiting Podcast. I am Dr. Ben Spears, the ambassador of Flow. <laughs> and I'm I am in I am in search of so many things, but the first thing I'm in search of is how are you doing, Matt Vi? I need to um, know I need to know what's going on, man. In search of. You probably don't remember this. There used to be a show with Leonard Nimoy that was called In Search of. And he would go and he would go out. Uh, this was probably late 60s, early 70s. And uh, and he would go out and explore things that were unknown and kind yeah. of. Add, yeah, it was it was a really cool show. It's probably I don't even know where it would be available now, but it was called In Search Of. So you just said that. So it made me made me think of that. So I bet uh, it was a very logical show. It was a very logical show, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite episode was the Bigfoot episode. <laughs> oh, I don't know that one bit, man. You're in that Sasquatch. I know, right? There's there's a bond there. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. That Yeti, that Yeti has my heart somehow. So uh, so the uh uh so what we're going to talk about today, we actually mentioned on an, on another podcast, right? Yep. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, we talked about these eight things, you know, uh, we talked about, you know, excellence in your company and being fundamental in the foundation of your company. And there's, and yep. there's eight things, right. And it's really wild because, you know, we have our, we have our six C's, right. We have the, yep. the six C's when it comes to, uh, you know, to, to real estate and real estate recruiting and running a, a, a great business in real estate. And, and you came across these or remember these from a book that you'd, uh, that you read that you explored, right. And yeah, these exactly. things are. They're so in alignment, right? So do you want to you want to touch on that for just a second on the book? Absolutely, I do. So it's a book. It's called In Search of Excellence um, by Thomas J. Let, Peters and, and Robert. Yeah, little, little <laughs> No, it's by Thomas J. Peters, uh, Robert H. Waterman. And it has just been re-released over and over and over. And it's just one of those class, classic books. Uh, but there's so there's so many things that they were ahead of their time when they when they wrote it. Um and, and it really just goes hand in hand, just exactly what you're talking about with all the, all of our philosophies. And when I came across this and I read it, I said, man, we, we have to talk about uh, oh, yeah. these, these eight, these eight particular items that, that they mention, because you have to understand it's called in search of excellence, <clears throat> but the subheading is lessons from America's best run companies. Oh yeah. And so and this is, it's not a new book, right? I mean, this book, I mean, it's incredible how, how fundamental these things are, but this book's been around for a long time, right? Yeah, this yeah, this book's been yeah, it was published originally in 1982, um, but like I said, it has continuously been being re-released, and I'm looking at it here on 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 Amazon, and you can and you can and you can get it in a cover that does not look like mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, there's there, there's so many things that we can that we can that we can learn from, you know, not 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 only not only today and YouTube and that kind of thing, but. Uh, that's why I just, I love, I love older business books as well, because there's certain principles that when I read and I say, wow, this book is saying the same thing that Gary Vaynerchuk is saying. Right. So <laughs> right? ahead of, or, so ahead of uh, its time. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, you know, we, we feel like we have to share it. Absolutely. So we're going to, uh, so I want you to tell people how to get, uh, how to get connected with us. And then as soon as you do that, I'm going to go over these eight attributes, right? So that, yep. and we're going to touch on those so that people will know what to, what to tune into an upcoming podcast. Sure thing. Yep, guys. So, you know, the routine, wherever you're listening to this, make sure you hit that subscribe button or that follow button. Um, there's no better time than the present than to go to prospectboomerang.com, click on that green button at the top and sign up for a free account. Once you do that, the groups will open up and, and go enjoy our free real estate recruiting mastermind. That's where Matt and I dive into these topics a little bit more. Um, when, when you ask questions and, and we answer them, 
uh, we get to know you and your business a little bit better and let you guys get to know us and ours as well. So, Matt, let's let's without just let's kind of further ado. Yeah, without further ado. <laughs> Uh, let's 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 go through these eight and then talk maybe a little bit about a few of them yeah we're gonna we're gonna touch on a on a couple of them today nothing nothing too in depth but i want to make sure that everybody has in context all of the different uh uh, directions and directives and ideas so they know kind of what to look forward to in, in some upcoming podcasts of how to be how to be excellent in your company and how other companies have accomplished it this wasn't just this isn't some theoretical thing right so when you're recruiting when you're out there doing your job and when you're focused on growth, because that we know that the first thing that, that, that an agent has to receive is value. The first thing they have to experience is, is a culture of growth. These things are so fundamental to all of that. It will make a huge difference in your business if you just stick to these first eight. And the first one is you got to have a bias towards action. Okay. So, so what I mean by that is, you know, everybody has to feel like they're, they're accountable for taking action in the business. They have to feel like they're responsible to make sure that things are stepping and moving forward. They have to feel like they're the ones that are going to make a difference on the company failing or succeeding based on whether they did what they were supposed to that day. And that day, and that day includes taking action every day, right? In order to make sure that the company stays, uh, that it's not just taking action, pulling us in in a bunch of different directions, right? But in order to take action the right way, you've got to have a plan. Okay, and we'll talk a little bit more about the the preciseness of the plan in, in, a, in a minute and a lot more in one of the, the subsequent podcasts. But you've got to have a plan, right? You've got to have a and you've got to have a routine. And uh, and you and I talk about stacking all the, uh, you know, all the time. And since it's the beginning of the year, let's talk for just a second about stacking and how somebody can stack if they want to accomplish their goal. What is it? What's something that they can do? that they can stack in order to accomplish their goal, right? So if their goal, as an example, is to go running every day and they don't necessarily like running, what do they need to do? How do they stack in order to, uh, in order to go running? Yes, you're bringing this up because you know I don't like to run, dude. I, I get it. <laughs> so here's the thing, guys. All right. <laughs> um, I've decided, I decided, you know, that I, want, I wanted to start exercising or, or running. I've chosen running 30 minutes every day. And it's not my favorite thing in the world to do is just go run. Right. But what I have found, and, and I kind of learned this from my, my wife as well, is I can stack that in a way of um, I can listen to, let's say, a book. We'll say in search of, let's say I was listening to In Search of Excellence right. uh, on, on record. Right, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, back in 1982. But I'm only allowed to listen to that while I'm running. Right, because you enjoy that. Yep, exactly. Taking, taking something that you really enjoy, something that you love, and stacking it with something that maybe you don't love, right? Hey guys, this podcast is powered by Prospect Boomerang. We all know broker owners struggle with profitability. Prospect Boomerang compounds your profits by recruiting the best agents to your brokerage. For consistent growth, visit prospectboomerang.com. Yep, absolutely. And so it actually gets me, it gets me excited, gets me out the door um, in, in those running shoes and and, uh, and I, and I turned that book on and I'm, that, that, that's my focus on, that's my reward for doing something that I don't, I don't absolutely love to do, right. but you know, I'm, I'm disciplined to do either way. 
that stacking causes that action and that action we know is what's going to make it what's going to make a difference every day right exactly so uh so we're we'll also whenever we really dig into a bias for action you know we're also going to talk about being balanced in what you do right so it's not just working hard it's not just working hard it's also working smart right and i'll get into i'll get into a little bit of a story when we tackle that topic and uh where where that kind of you know the light bulb went off from me on that and uh and, and what that does is that creates a, a balanced workload. When you have yep. a balanced workload, you're just going to be able to succeed at a higher level because it doesn't drain you mentally getting the things done that you're supposed to get done whenever it comes time to take action every day, right? Yep. And so, you know, the, a, another thing an excellent company does, you know, number two is they remain close to the customer, right? We're going to dig into remaining close to the customer and, and the customer and the consumer uh, for most of the people out there listening is going to be potential recruits. How do you stay close to them? We're going to, we're going to make sure we tie those things together. Uh, autonomy and, 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 uh, and entrepreneurship, right? We call it, we call it brokerpreneur, right? Cause there's, yep. there's, you know, a lot of time people think that being an, uh, an entrepreneur, a brokerpreneur automatically means you get to do all the things you want to do whenever you want to do them. And that just is a constant vacation, bro. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's the third one that will uh, that's the third one that we'll ta- we'll tackle. The fourth one is uh, productivity through uh, through people. Right. And that's that's we're going to talk about that really specifically from a, from a recruiting standpoint. And then uh, like number five, right? This, I, I love this one, a hands-on approach to being value-driven, right? So here, here's one of the things that we, and I'm not going to ruin anything, right? We'll dig more into this, right? But, but once you have a vision, you need to, to ask your team to get connected on how to display that vision because it's not just about you having a vision. Yep. It's about your team being able to express that, right? So you got to, you have to brainstorm constantly. Don't blame storm, brainstorm, right? You and I joke about this all the time, <laughs> right? So blame storming is when everybody sits around the table and says, it, it's Ben's fault. It's Matt's fault. No, it's Matt's fault. Cause I remember he said this. No, Ben said this. Tammy said this. Melissa said this. Sam said that this is how it was supposed to go. Those are all the things that are blame storming, right? Yep. We don't want to get into a blame storming situation whenever it comes to, to delivering our value. We want to get into a, a, a brainstorming, right? And what yeah, but it is, it. but it is always Tammy's fault. Right. Absolutely. Of course. <laughs> so, uh, so we're always going to have testimonials within the, within the group. And, uh, and uh, there's, there's a time and place for having testimonials outside the group, but there's, but it's absolutely testimonials from, from within the group that you want to make sure that are acknowledged the way that they need to be, because that's going to drive that group to put their two sin in worth more often on how to accomplish yeah. those goals. Right. Absolutely. And, uh, and, you know, you stick to what you, you stick to what you know. Okay. So we're talking about market segmentation here, right? So if your brokerage is really good at certain things, it's not that you can't learn new things, but really stick with the part of the business that you know, and make sure that that's on display. And we'll dig into that one. And number six, number seven is, you know, a, a simple form, uh, and a, and a lean staff, right? So we're, we're really big on this. We want to make sure that everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing within the, within their roles and that everybody's doing those things because it, it keeps the level of accountability higher. It's, it's the level of ownership is higher, but also the level of recognition for things when they go the way they're supposed to is higher. That's why we want yep. to make sure that we tackle things the, the way that they do when and people, you know, uh, uh, you know, keep it in a simple form and keep a lean staff. And then the eighth one that we'll talk about is, you know, really saying this one's this one's mission critical. Right. And so you and I talk about this one in a bunch of different contexts on a, on a really regular basis. You know, you have to stay centralized on your value. Right. Your value cannot be changing every other week. OK. Right. But, there, but you have to allow for, for autonomy. 
on how that message is delivered because people are just different. Experiences are just different. Perceptions are different. Um, you know, all of these things stack up to as long as the person arrived at that place with the, with their values and what they think and how they can contribute to the company based on those values, the autonomy of how to deliver that is what actually gives you diversity. Diversity doesn't have anything to do necessarily with skin color, doesn't have anything to do with, with cultural backgrounds. It has to do with how people perceive those things in their life and the experiences they have and the values that taught them to have the values are the same. The experiences are, are, are different. And that's where that, that's where that diversity really comes in and can make a difference in your, in your organization. Yeah. And, and, and I think a great way to look at this um, is, is even through families, right? Yep. Cause those values get constantly pushed down, yep. you know, generation after generation after generation. And, right. and, and if, and if we think about, so, so, you know, the, the golden rule is really big in my family. Right. But the way that I learned it, well, I learned it in a few different ways from a few different people right. in the family, but I right. saw my mom do it. Right. Right. She never, you know, kind of sat down with me and said, Hey, do unto others as they'd have done to you. But I saw my mom do that. Right. My grandfather, he would sit down and he would tell you, I'm going right. to tell you about the golden rule. Right. My grandmother, who was a, a high school principal in like the sixties and seventies, she'd show you through your, her right. paddle. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Back in the days when, 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 you know, you did something bad at school and you, you got a paddling. Yeah. You heard about it. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's the same message. It's the same core value. Right. Being passed throughout the family or throughout the company. Right. That each person is, is demonstrating it. Right. In, in, in their own way. Right. And, and so that means it doesn't matter about the, the background of the person. It matters about the experiences they had and did those experiences help them arrive at a certain value place. Yes. That's the, that's, that's the big picture here of how to have a company that is really successful. Uh, hiring based on a demographic isn't going it, to, it's not going to do it. It has to be people that have shared values. And if, what, however they got to that place, if they have shared values, all that's going to do is exponentially allow that, that organization to grow in a way that's just going to help them and all the consumers that they, all the consumers that they have, whether it's recruits or whether it's the, uh, the customers uh, being the buyers and sellers, whoever it is, all of that is just going to benefit because everybody, no matter their path, no matter their journey, ended up at the same place with their morals and values. And that's what's going to cause things to just explode in a, in yep. a good way. So. Yeah, exactly. Awesome guys. So, um, I'm, I'm just going to go through real quick and some Matt usually summarizes these, Matt, do you care if I just go through the eight real no, quick? Man. Yeah, you got all this baby. Number one, <laughs> number one, make sure you have a bias for action in your company. Number right. two, uh, make sure that, that you're re remaining close to your customer. No guys, just like Matt said, we're going to dive into each one of these in more depth in future podcasts. Uh, but this is basically a, we'll call this the table of contents of what's coming on the podcast. There we go. You know. I love it. Um, number three, have autonomy and entrepreneurship focus. Um, number four, make sure that you have productivity through your people. Number five, hands-on approach and being value driven. Um, you know, we, we, we talked about the brainstorming and the blame, blame storming there. I love, I, I love that always. Every time I hear blame yeah. storming, like here came up with that high five. Hey, because uh, because you've never been in the middle of a of a blame storm, storming hurricane. That's why you love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's, that's, yeah, they don't make an they don't make an umbrella for that. <laughs> no, <they don't. laughs> number six, 
um, excellent companies. They stick to what they know. Uh, number seven, they have sim- they have a simple form and they keep a lean staff. And number eight, we just talked or less talked about. They stay centralized on their values, but they allow for autonomy on how that message is delivered. Okay, guys. So if you're listening to this podcast on Stitcher or YouTube or Deezer, smash that like button, smash that whatever. All right. All right. You got me, Ben. I can't do it. You got this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. I've done it twice. Tricks and hacks. I've done done this twice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, if you listen to this on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, make sure you hit that like button um, and follow us. Make sure if you're watching this on YouTube, um, that you hit the subscribe button, you hit that bell right beside of it, you get notified every time uh, we drop a new episode. Um, if you want to watch all these things in the exact same place, make sure you go to prospectboomerang.com, click on podcast, you'll see everything there along with a box where you can sign up for our monthly VIP list where we'll send you recruiting tips, tricks, and, t- and ticks, tips, tricks, and hacks uh, to your <laughs> inbox <laughs> every every single month absolutely for free. Um, you know, we, we switched some things up there, you know, whatever. Uh, guys, I'm looking at this like, you know, Matt Matt can't just ramble off my my outro here, which makes me think, is, is he even listening? Is it- you know I'm listening. You know I'm listening, Ben. <laughs> it's Matt. I blame listening. Matt. This is a blame storm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as I've said many times before, I don't, you know, I don't hear what people say. I hear what they mean. And it can be a blessing or a curse, depending on what it is they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So he's not hearing me say all this stuff, but what he does know is that uh, we want to do one thing for you and one thing alone. And what is that? We want to be part of your win. <laughs>